the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. The Word of God is full of life-changing power. So our prayer is that this broadcast equips you to live a life so big that it impacts everyone and everything around you. Remember to hit the notification bell on YouTube to get this teaching and worship with us live each week. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue our previous message. As long as it's based, his love is based on how good you are, how good you've been, how right you got it in your head. The weight is constantly on you. No wonder you're tired. No wonder you're burdened. No wonder you're frustrated because the nexus is on you and you haven't been liberated. Just like, what what did she say? Harry Tubman said, she said, man, I would have freed a thousand others if they knew they were slaves. Sometimes because we go to church, we think we're free. You're not. I get the phone calls. You're not. All right. This will help. This will help. How many believe God's omniscient army president? And uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, omniscient means, you know, everything. Everything. So God doesn't have to think. We have to think. Uh, no, God knows. Okay, that, that's that's. I don't even know how to do that. I don't know what that is. Uh, but, but, but God is omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. But, but with this omniscience, I want you to think about this. God loved me before I was me. So there's nothing after becoming me that can stop him from loving me. Mm. Let me say that different. God loved you. Before you were you. So there's nothing you can do after becoming you that can stop him from loving you. So there's no point in trying to hide anything from somebody that already knows. And if he already saw your worst day but loved you anyway, there should be a freedom and a liberty. He knew everything you do, every bad day you have, and he loved you. He called you by name. Amen. And called you. Say, call me father. And you are my son. You are my, my daughter. But Paul keeps digging in, man. He doesn't let up. For the will is present with me. But how to perform what is good, I I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil 
I will not to do that I practice. That's an ancient way of saying Murphy's Law is right on my heels. Whatever can go wrong keeps going wrong in my life. And then to give you a break, I'm going to skip a little bit. For the next few verses, he, he describes the misery that he had to deal with as long as he had a big eye in his life. As long as he was fighting these battles on his own. But verse 24 is the breaking point. And sometimes it takes an overwhelming breakdown before you can have an undeniable breakthrough. Paul's finally at the end of himself. I, 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 I. Finally, he's on his knees. He's a Jewish man. He's probably tearing his garment, throwing dirt up in the air. Oh, wretched man that I am. The gulf between God's demands and the ability of the flesh will make you holler. It'll make you scream. It'll make you pull out your hair. But this word wretched is not a put down the way you would think. In the Greek, it connotes tiredness. It's a word that speaks of utter exhaustion. And what he was saying is, God, I'm tired. I'm exhausted trying to live this life and be this man for you, this woman that I, I, I want to be. God, I, I, I'm, I'm oh, wretched. I'm, I'm exhausted, God. I'm, 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 I'm tired. But when you're tired, the answer is to learn to rest in him, not to quit. And because he didn't quit, we have these chapters. Oh, wretched man that I am. I'm not all that. Yeah, I was schooled by Gamaliel. According to the law, blameless. Yeah, I was a Pharisee of Pharisees. Yeah, I exceeded the, 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 all the young men of my age. I was going somewhere. I was, I was part of the Sanhedrin. It's powerful. But God, I'm tired. God, I can't do it. And you think that God was shaking his head and said, Paul, I'm so, so disappointed in you, Paul. I had so much more hope for you, Paul. I thought you'd do Better, Paul. No, God was saying, finally, Paul. Some of you in this room tired. Maybe God's disappointed. God's like, finally. I've been waiting for this. I've been working on the, I've been letting stuff happen for this moment. Because I don't require all that from you. Let me help. I don't need your help. Okay, okay, okay. Every day, I'm talking about the blindness of you and I. I can't breathe unless there's oxygen surrounding me. Never, I don't, I don't even, H2O, that's about as much as I know about. Don't know much about it. I just know every day I need it. Can't figure it out. Don't, don't understand, you know, 
just every day before I even knew HDO or oxygen, I knew I needed it. So I wake up every morning needing air. Every day, I wake up wanting food, needing food. If I go too many days without food, I stop being me. I wake up every day needing water. If I don't get water for just a short period of time, I'm done. Everything about me and you, I'm saying me so I wouldn't offend you, but you too. Says we are creaturely. We live in need. Only God has always been. Only God is complete in himself. Only God needs no other. But we stand up as creaturely as we are. Tired, got to sleep at night. God don't slumber, God don't sleep. I mean, we got to sleep. We, we need a certain temperature. If it gets too cold, we're a mess. If it's too hot, we're a mess. And we, we, but God, but, 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 but somehow we think we don't need nothing. We don't need God. We don't need everything about us says we have need. And we live in a delusion trying to prove I'm my own man. I'm my own woman. I could do this on my own. God's like, but you're just going to be tired till you get this figured out. There's no other God beside me. And you are creature. I am creator. You need me. And I need you to finally let the light bulb go off in your head. You're not all that. Matter of fact, I'm going to let life prove that to you because I've been telling you, but you're not listening. You need me. That doesn't make you less. It's just the way it is. And recognizing it just makes you wise. But Paul could very easily get puffed up remembering the schools he went to, Gamiel. Thinking about his status in the nation when he walked in the room, people uh, stood up and they bowed. And, and think about all that he accomplished and, and, and you could start to forget. And Paul had all these eyes, you know, I'm a self I. The problem was he was so smart. His problem was he was so powerful. And some of your problems is you're so smart. And you're so powerful. And just powerful enough for you to delude yourself. To think you don't have to go God's way. That you don't need the only one who loves you. I don't just want God. Wanting God's a bonus. I need him. I need him. Proverbs says it this way. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I respect the fact that I have needs and I'm learning in my older age not to deny them. And I wish as a younger man, I could have admitted how much I needed God. I'd be so much further along. It's like I got I got sidetracked. He said, oh, wretched man that I am. Until you get tired of doing it on your own. Until you get tired of second-guessing God. 
until you realize maybe I'm not as smart. Maybe I'm not as powerful. Maybe I'm not as deserving as I once thought. Watch this, though. Oh, wretched man that I am, who? The answer was not a three-step plan from the latest guru. The answer was not an I, me, my, myself. But who? You see, the problem is not that you don't speak well enough. You're not motivated enough. You don't know yourself well enough. You didn't need a speech therapist, coach, or doctor. You needed a savior. And when he switched from all them eyes to who will deliver me. I came. I tried. Who outside myself? Who beyond myself? Who? He looked up to the, who will deliver me from this body of death? Now, that statement's blind to us because we live in a different age, but what they would do back then is if you were a murderer, they would often chain the body of your victim to you as your punishment. So as that body decomposed, you carry the weight of that body on you wherever you went. I mean, you try to lay down and it's sleeping next to you. And, and I tell you, after three or four days, man, and give it a couple of weeks, that, 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 that's some strong stuff. And, and not only does it, does it smell bad in the decomposition, but it's also disease attached to it. Who will deliver me from this body of death? You see... The reason they chain that body to, 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 to the, the, the criminal, convict, whatever you want to call him or her, was to remind him of what he did. The sins of Paul's past would sometimes rot in his mind. I mean, he'd literally kill people. He talked about that. He was a murderer. He did it in the name of, of, of Jehovah and everything, but, but he was rotten. And, and he was a hypocrite. And, 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 and he'd get quiet and the sins of his past would, would start to, to sink into his mind. And, and he, he started getting frustrated. And, and it's like, I can't get away from this thing. And, uh, but, 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 but this was the place, though, of his breakthrough. Who? Not me. I thank When he finally looked outside himself, when he finally looked beyond himself. And notice the conversation has no $100 theological terms here. Just simple, thank you. And that may not strike you at first, but if someone gives me something, do me, I don't have to say thank you. Thank you would just be a bonus. But back in those days, they were more strict. Now, we just try to be polite, you know, nowadays in the modern world. But you didn't have to thank anybody back then for something that they had to do. And what he was saying here was, Lord, 
I have. I should be dead. I should be sleeping in my grave. But God. If you only have one prayer in this this season and it's thank you, it is enough. In the midst of all the frustration, he looked beyond it and began to thank God for his mercy and his grace and his kindness. He said, Lord, you know, I'm not holding you up, so, so, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. He said, I thank God. This is how he broke through. And this is why our worship time is not just a prelude to the preaching, prelude to the preaching. That's when we get free. Lord, I I could be dead in my grave. I I could have gone the way of my neighbor. I I mean, I I might not be. I could have gone crazy. You know what? I could be missing that arm. You know, know, my mama used to say, you know, they complain about the man, complain about he had no shoes. So he met the man without no feet. My life could be very different. But Lord, I need to take a moment and say, thank you, God. Thank you for your good. No, I, you know, I may not have what my neighbor has. I may not be where I want to be, but thank you, Jesus. I'm more than I used to be, God. And I, I thank you that you've been faithful to me. God, God, you are the only wise God. I am creature. I'm not all that. Matter of fact, I'm not dependent on myself. I'm dependent on you, God. So I'm going to take a moment, despite my life, despite what I'm going through, I'm going to lift my hands and take a moment and say, thank you, Jesus. And in the midst of all that he was going, man, I try to do this and I can't do this and I'm frustrated and I'm, 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 I'm like, thank you, Jesus. And when you get to the place you get to the end of yourself, that is a great place to praise. That is the moment you need to lift your head to heaven. You know, I asked the Lord one time, why, why are things so hard? And I felt like the Lord was saying to me, because you're so hard. God will be as hard as you need him to be. Like I said a couple weeks ago, if it takes 100 pounds to make you kneel, 100 pounds it'll be. If it takes 50 pounds, 50 pounds it will be. The stronger you think you are, the more weight sometimes has to be put on your life for you to find your knees. So what I'm learning to do is, man, don't even, don't just say the word. I'm going to find my knees, Lord. Just, just say the word, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're a good God. It ain't me. It's, it's, it's you. Are you still with me? So all that stuff, all that struggle, but it's broken when it's who, not I, who. And, and right now, you, I, everything in our culture is about you fixing it, you getting better, you looking better, you sounding better. And, and you look into yourself, it's frustrating. When you get to the place, ooh, I can't. God, I can't forget. I don't care how many drugs I take. I don't care how much I drink. I don't care where I go. I don't care how many activities in my life. I can't forget some things. You got to get to the place, you know, I don't need to be hypnotized. I, I, I don't know that I need another counselor. Counseling's good, okay? Psychologists are good, too, but just we stop depending on it. Let God be God. Let, let God use a psychologist, but don't look to the psychologist. You hear what I'm saying? All right. I thank God 
Then he says, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. You see, Jesus taught us to pray in his name. A lot of us still pray in our name. Lord, because I'm good. Lord, I deserve it. Lord, this isn't fair. And, and it's not right. Lord, do it because it, 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 it's, it's, it's right based on what I deserve. You're praying like a heathen. He said, when you go to the Father, pray in my name. True prayer, you don't go to God based on your merits. You go to God based on his merits. Based on what he did at the cross, not how good you are in today or yesterday. I know, I went right over your head. That's why some of us can't have faith. Because we feel when we're good enough and we merit it, maybe we'll get it. But if you're really looking to the cross recognizing he paid the penalty for my sin and my shame, all that was put on him. And God, I come to you in his name based on what he did. Lord, I might not have gotten it right, but I know you're a good God. And I know that what he did is enough. And many of us, you know, we're trying, we don't realize it. You're not bad. You're just not well-trained like me. You know, I wasn't always well-trained. And even then, I, 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 I go back. Lord, I should, I... I, how many of our prayers have 23 eyes? And then 13 more, me, myself, and my eyes. He's saying, lay it at the cross. Come to me in the name of someone greater. Not someone that's being perfected, but someone who was perfect. Don't let your righteousness be your own righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus Christ has given to you. It's a gift. A gift is something given, not deserved. So I try to live right out of gratitude, not to earn God's favor or God's love. It's my way of saying, thank you, Jesus. I want to please you. I want to I measure up to everything you did on that cross for me. I want to live a life, God, that pleases you because you're a good God, but not to earn it. I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Paul recognized it had to be through somebody else. It's like, you know, all those eyes, eyes, but it's through Jesus. I know, I don't know if it's going over your head. I'm hoping you're catching it. This is the gospel. It's not through your church, not through your associations, certainly not through your pastor. It's through Jesus. And do you really come to God through Jesus or based on your own merits, your own achievements, your own good behavior? It takes faith to talk to God like he's your father when you've done wrong. Many of us, we do wrong. We don't talk to God no more because your faith is in yourself, not in your savior. My whole focus today was to kind of get your faith back on track. To get it pointed back to someone outside and beyond yourself. The struggle is real. 
But the way we win is when we get back to who, the who. And get back, Lord, I thank you. It's, it's, it's just a grace. I don't know why you did what you did, but I'm so grateful. You, you, you love me because you're love, not because I'm lovely. And, and God, I, I appreciate you. I'm doing better than I used to, but um, I know I, I haven't quite made it there yet, Lord. But I, every, every day the sun sets and rises, I have cause to give you thanks. Because you know what I thought yesterday. I wanted to really smack that person. I wanted to. I wanted to but, but, but Lord, you, the, the, the lightning didn't strike. And, and you know what? That, that person did wrong, and I didn't even want to forgive them. You forgave me all this stuff. And, and then I'm going to stand up there and not want to forgive. Lord, 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 I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you. Just thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And you got to get to the place. And I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, not based on my goodness, Lord, but on yours. Not based on what I deserve, but on what Jesus deserves out of me. Not for me to get the praise, but to him be all praise, all honor, glory forever. One of the biggest hurdles in life is getting over self. But I'm finding once you get over self, you can get anywhere. I hope you got something out of that. That message today. Hallelujah. 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 This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org slash salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at gracechurchva.tv. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.